Broad Street Bully Podcast. Talking Flyers hockey. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode 341 of the Broad Street Bully Podcast. How are you? How you doing? Happy preseason. Happy training camp. Mr. Paps came on with Jeff and Doyle, and this is where my fake enthusiasm ends. Um, what's up, everybody? How we doing? Should we, should we do our predictions for uh, pain? How many points the Flash <laughs> Not yet. We got to see the full <laughs> scope. Wow, what a week in Flyers news it was. Uh, we have a lot of things to talk about, and by a lot, I mean like three things. So if you're coming here for analysis of Flyers' Saturday exhibition game against the Bruins, uh, keep scrolling. You're not going to get elsewhere. that here. Yeah. We don't have it. If you, We're doing, recording this a little early because we got a little things going on this weekend. Um, also, uh, I can't promise you that I'm going to watch it anyway. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, go somewhere else. However, if you want to go somewhere where you can have fun and hear people complain about the team and we, lo- we live long enough to become the villain, now we are who we hate and who we said we never would be, here you are. This is finally the heel turn we've been waiting for, people. It's I'm miserable. Gonna, everybody knows this now, but like looking at it, you're not probably not going to want to watch Saturday night games anyway because Tortorella, apparently his mantra is for the first few preseason games, he lets the GM pick the lineup. So uh, tonight will be Nick Delorier top line anchoring nobody's playing by himself. That's not true, Jeff. <laughs> Literally have the roster in front of me for, for tonight's uh, first. <laughs> The tune in on Monday. Nick Deloria is not even playing. Comes true. Frost is top line center. <laughs> but basically, it's basically all these young people playing. And the only old guys. The, uh, the only person who's actually playing that has any kind of veteran status is uh, longtime journeyman Kevin Connaughton. Everyone no, else. Wrong. Who else? Artem and Isabov. Oh, I, I was going to I was get to that. I meant like returning Flyers. Oh. We, 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 we didn't break that news yet. Hold on. Uh, and Flyers uh, returning uh, winger from the Claude Giroux trade Owen Tippett but you know I hope you enjoyed it um let me know if it was good <laughs> like and subscribe in the comments and the notification bell I don't care this is the worst part of my week now doing the mash Flyers podcast like yeah I'm gonna mash the gun into my mouth I hate this <laughs> I hate doing this I don't I don't care about the Flyers someone give me a reason I'm getting my Bobby Brink surgery this week I'm probably gonna kill myself afterwards probably gonna need another one after uh, I'm hoping I didn't t- tear both like Bobby Brink the old uh the old one two labrum but um <laughs> Speaking of injuries, uh, I think Dr. Mike has uh, something to say. Oh, that's the wrong button. <laughs> Bringing it back. Now for the official Frog Street Bully Dr. Mike, breaking news. Breaking news. Well, not really breaking news. Uh, I guess Dr. Mike. We'll start with the, uh, the easy one. Doyle mentioned this a second ago. Uh, former Ranger, Blackhawk, Ottawa Senator, KHLer. Artem Anisinov is on a uh, tryout contract with the Flyers to see if he makes it out of camp to add a little bit of depth. And boy, oh boy, are they going to need him. He's a 34-year-old winger, hasn't been in the NHL since the, uh, what was it, the, the, the COVID season of the 2020-2021. He spent last year in the KHL for Lokomotiv Yaroslavl. Yaroslav Modri? What the hell is that? Anyway, uh, had a good scoring run there with the Rangers a little bit, but uh, why the hell do we sign this guy? I mean, don't the Flyers have enough young guys to fill the roster? Why the hell would they need him? Don't the Flyers have enough centers in their lineup to I mean, play the center? Yeah, I don't did know. they announce the Anisimov PTO before the other news broke? No, no. So, okay. what other news are you talked about, Jeff? Actually, maybe did they? 
I want to say that they did, and then we were like, that's weird. Why would they bring in Anisimov? That seems kind of dumb. And then you find out. Well, probably because they knew. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, now, in hindsight, it makes sense. But then you find out that Sean Couturier's got back boo-boos again. Yeah, so and, Anthony uh, Sanfilippo from Crossing Broad <laughs> broke this and said there was a source, and everyone's like, oh, I don't know. Let's see. And I'm like, he's been pretty right on the money the last few uh, major injury uh was Sam Morin? I mean, yeah, he called. Else? He called Sam Morin's, which is which was pretty spot on. And then the team announced that, like, what he's Couturier is considered week to week with an upper body injury, but Ryan Ellis is also considered week to week with a lower body injury. So we all know how that turned out. So what? So as far as uh, Brian Ellis, I actually have something to uh, put in for that. So as far as the Brian Ellis news, hold on. Bring it back. This is Doctor Mike. And there's no breaking news. Yeah, Ryan Ellis. We we knew that was <laughs> long time listeners of the show. Hopefully, you enjoyed Doctor Mike's uh, appearance back on the show. There's he's, no breaking news. He he's a doctor that touches people that are passed out. It's weird. Anyway, don't go to him. Um, you think Doctor Nick from The Simpsons was bad? <laughs> hey, everybody. So Ryan Ellis, there is no news. We knew this. He is who we thought he was. Well, there is news in the sense that Chuck Fletcher doesn't think he's going to play at all this season. And I or think ever that again. that is that's no, like the that breaking was news because everybody news. thought that he'd be kind of back at some point. I never no, thought that. Never thought that. I did. I was hoping well, you're dumb. Help. You're not, you're just saying that to say that. You don't even believe that. That's true, I think I the know. only breaking news from that was they finally released what he was actually dealing with. Yes, which is some serious shit. A psoas tear, that's like if you guys know what that is. It's a serious. That's what Drew's doing right now. Well, I, I do my I do my so stre- so as stretch all the time, man. When I release releasing your so as is like like sneezing, coming so as releases right below that. I think. <laughs> Sorry to be dirty. Um, <laughs> you know, earmuffs, kids in the car. But seriously though, like it's that's like that connects your core to your lower body. It's like everything, and that that goes along with your hips and everything. And that and apparently he tore that, which is that's a pretty serious one. And he has also his other things going on with his hips too, which we kind of knew about. Yeah, Amazing. surprise. He did this all in training camp last year. Never, There was no pre-existing injuries. Did my dog just fart? Probably. Stinks. Doyle, was that you? No. Oh, it's my dog. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Drew's, Drew's covering up his fart. Yeah, Drew no. just farted no. himself. No, when have I ever covered up? He's <laughs> just laying down no. a smoke. Like the ghost of my grandfather just farted in here. No. <laughs> Drew, just, Drew just put his legs over his head, farted, and then tried to blame it on everybody else. There's somebody room. else. No, just... <laughs> Literally, it was such a strong, it my smell. I was like, I couldn't even hear what you said. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I can t- uh, that Nick Swartzen bit? <laughs> Who the fuck farted? That- he shoots himself. Is that ketchup and onions? Oh, tasted on my tongue. Lola, what the, the hell's wrong with you? Kind of up right now. God damn. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, he has the injuries. He can smell again. Um, so he's not going to play. We knew that. Well, then they have like the whole thing that they're debating, like, the treatment for it like apparently the the flyers wanted him to do something and he doesn't want it he wants to do something else well would you trust the flyers medical staff at this point i mean no honestly no I ryan not. ellis wants to do essential oils and healing crystals honestly that sounds like better than doing that because it won't leave, it won't do any <laughs> worse damage you know yeah. here's the th- also there's something interesting to think about here which i don't think hold on <laughs> jesus sorry shut up I'm sorry, dude. It's allergy season. The fall weather, the pumpkin spice lattes is getting to my nostrils. Would you say that it's sneezing season? Oh, and this okay. microphone, right? Just t- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jeff. We lost connection. Just say it again. Um, 
I think also we have to think about what Ryan Ellis wants to do long-term with his life. Does he want to undergo a bunch of surgery for a chance to play hockey again? Or does he do other treatments that will maybe improve his quality of life but still won't guarantee that he's going to be able to skate ever again? That's well, what he's he has got four at. years to find out, so... He needs to do what makes us happy. I think so, he just needs to stop worrying about himself. I think Ryan. I think Ryan Ellis is going to go to the way of Mike Ratchy, and he's going to be. You're going to forget he's on the team until you look at the salary cap number one, and then number two when you purchase an addition of EA's NHL and see him on this healthy on the scratch <laughs> list and go, oh, he's still on there. That's how I remember Mike Ratchy was still on the Flyers back in like '09. I was like, oh, I'm looking at the roster, editing my lines in my franchise mode, and I'm like, Mike Ratchy, what the hell is he still on the team? I'm like, oh yeah, we're still paying him. So, it is interesting that Chuck Fletcher probably knew that Ryan Ellis wasn't going to play and still went into this offseason saying that like he didn't have any money and only signed Tony D'Angelo. Well, I think that Tony D'Angelo happened because Ellis, there was, it was still a question yeah, because mark. they knew he wasn't going to play. I, I mean, feel like they could have spent more money other places instead of on Nick Delorier and Tony D'Angelo. I think they could have... Justin Braun. I think they could have spent more money. Braun. They could have got rid of Geno's and Xfinity Live and brought... Delisandros or something like that. I mean, that's really what I would have spent my money, to be honest. Dude, Xfinity Live stinks. Anyway, sorry. How to get that out? Why? Where did that come from? I just did. Uh, yeah, they yeah. have a Lorenzo's there and a Gino's there, and you can make the South Philly taco without leaving inside. Yeah, but do you really want to go hang out there? I mean, and watch a game. Remember, we used to do that. I love eight dollar beers. It's the best part of going yeah, out of the. It's like. <laughs> We, we we really like got to start picking a when we do a meetup if this podcast lasts that long to the end of the season. No, we just got to advertise that you're going to do the South Philly Taco Challenge in exactly now. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, and then we just wait to buy all our beers until uh, we go on like when a Flyers game and a Phillies game's on, and then we wait till the Phillies game end, and we're just like seventeen Bud Lights, please. I'll become I'll become a feeder and start getting fat. We'll do like a, a donation for charity, and yes. I'll get fat for uh, charity. Oh that'll my god! Fun. And you do the South Philly Taco wearing a baby diaper. Yeah, there we go. That's now we're talking. Yeah. Anyway, I pay five dollars to see that. I think other people would. Listen, you're talking to a guy that did the nine dollar dogs the other night, and I literally um, am questioning my life decisions. I, I became a hot dog for two days. I felt bloated, like my <laughs> skin was all rubbery. I was like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, Matt. Matt, the beers uh, I did Matt. weren't that bad. It was the did hot. Did you dog sit in a boiling hot bath water? I wanted to. <laughs> um, lawyer Matt, Doctor Mike's brother, and and me did. Uh, nine for nine one time and it's the worst i've ever felt the next day yeah i mean i i, d- I didn't do nine inside but i had i had a number of 24 ounce michelobes which count as two each and i had uh <laughs> some shots in the parking lot but uh the hot dogs definitely did me in oh yeah and we, no like, one was egging drew on to do this either yes you you guys were all like, you're only three away you you literally no, your girl literally yeah, was egging me on what the hell are you talking about it's a it's a personal ch- but they they like they stop sales of hot dogs in like the seventh inning so you have to buy them before then that's not and true. then i well when we did them they stopped sales so like we had like four hot dogs that just got cold like sitting under our seats and then you're doing like the eighth and oh, ninth inning and oh, the hot dogs disgusting. yeah all they had was ketchup yeah. left too Fucking so gross that was more interesting than the Flyers' preseason schedule and what happened. So that's that's what I did. And the Phil is that a walk-off win that I, oh, I missed. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, this team right now, Ellis isn't playing. We knew that. But now this Sean Couturier situation, he just did a press conference, which I remember reading quotes from last episode about how, how healthy he felt he was. good and like how he was happy that he like had a little <laughs> setback early in camp. I think it was the day that episode came out, by the way, that – 
they said he was hurt. Yeah, probably because we recorded two days early, right? <laughs> <laughs> we always release early Monday morning, so obviously we don't have breaking news on Monday for you. But uh, he said like how he had a little setback, but he listened to the PT and the trainers and worked his way back up and was patient with the process. And then he has a herniated disc, right? That's, that was the waka, report. Waka. And then we're done. Yeah, they said that he is he could be anywhere from six to eight weeks from playing or the whole year out or the whole year. Which I think, I mean, at this point, are you going to rush him back for that? This could also change the trajectory of his career. Yeah. Right well, after we yeah, do you want to do you want to rush him back for this lost season, or do you want to hope he's a hundred percent healthy for the next seven years of his seven point five million dollar contract? <laughs> his, his eight his eight year deal. That yeah. He just is starting right. Although now. to be fair, to be fair. When this when that contract was signed, we weren't like poo pooing it because we kind of knew that's what the going now, rate was. No, same was, thing with the Ellis trade. When you make yeah. the Ellis trade, it's an upgrade. You don't know that there's no way to predict that he has a bad psoas muscle when he's never had any injuries related to that previously. Yeah. Same thing with Sean Couturier. Yes, he's had a couple knee injuries, but he's never had any signs of having a bad back before. Yeah, and this all happened, like, we were looking at, I remember Bill Meltzer writing a comparison about Bergeron's career arc and, like, showing how, like, the, the money was similar and, like, the production yeah, and, and like, if he matches that. So we were like, okay, this can work. Uh, this definitely makes me wonder about Sean Couturier's future as a hockey player as far as being as effective. And that's not saying I'm, like, writing him off and, like, blaming him. I just, like, that's a serious. Back problems are, uh, they're, they're a pain in the back, you know? <laughs> No, a lot of people on Twitter off. chimed in saying, like, not hockey players, just, like, people responding to that tweet. They were saying, like, they had the same surgery that the Flyers were trying to pitch to Couturier. I think even Tarion, um chimed in, too, and was like, my back's never been the same after, like, I herniated a disc. So that's cool. That's great to know. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely sucks for him. But, um, like, the Coots and the Ellis, like, there was a lot of uh, revisionist history going on on Twitter, and everybody was... Um, yelling and they're like Chuck Fletcher's a moron yeah, how could he sign this oft injured center and everyone's like you're forgetting that like he was coming off winning a Selkie he took a discount because like everybody expected him to sign for nine million and at, at the time everybody thought it was a steal it just so happens that everything Chuck Fletcher touched turned to shit uh, and it's like everything he did you're like oh man this is going to be great if it doesn't backfire and then it's, it's immediately backfired but now, isn't, isn't and now the Flyers are going to have 14 million dollars in cash base every year once to put into LTIR. Yeah, so they'll have to be over the cap for a little bit to start the year, and then they'll have to be... Uh, then they'll have to make handshake deals with all these players and be like, uh, we'll sign you on the first day of the season when we can uh, bump these guys over. And then somewhere, Dan Cleary gets signed to a PTO, and then the uh, for, former Flyers great Simone Gagne walks and goes to Boston. I'm over it. A, it's fine. They made a handshake deal with Vegas to take Michael Nerverth, remember that? Yeah, remember? Uh, they're going to be making a lot of handshake deals. They're like, hey, why don't you take these players that'll never play again? Want to take Ryan Ellis, Arizona? Thank you. We'll give you a bag of pucks, and we'll take more money off Shane Goss' Bears contract. I'm sure they can somehow finagle cap space to, like, Toronto or Vegas, right? I mean, eventually. I don't know if they're going to do that right now, though. If they're going to be on LTIR, if if you know that Ellis's career is over, I mean, they've done it before. I mean, yeah, who yeah. has who has Shea Weber's contract right now? Uh, the Canadian? No. No, he, no, he, he played it. there. I think uh, it's Vegas, no, she, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is Vegas because Vegas announced Weber and Patrick and um, I think Pacioretty are starting the season on IR. Pacioretty like, is I, in Carolina, dude. 
Oh, I don't know. It's somebody else. But Weber and, and Patrick are on long-term because they're not even playing this season. Yeah, Nolan so. Patrick's not playing this year. So that so basically the Ellis trade turned out fine. Yeah, it, was, it turned out Phil Myers ending up in um, Tampa. Yeah. but I thought it was Toronto. I thought he went to Tampa Bay. Maybe it's Toronto. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, we really did our homework this week, guys. We fucking suck. Let's see. Phil Myers. So, but uh, uh, he's a Patrick, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, Nolan Patrick is not playing this year. So, for all you guys who the think only thing that makes the trade bad is cap space. Now, is that you, right? You yeah, know. but once again, though, you can go. I'm not going to go back and act like I didn't love it when it happened. No, that I, whole, I, I a year that, ago, yeah, a year ago, this time, end of September, I'm like, let's <laughs> fucking go, boys. We got some movement. We got some guys well, that are, had A's on their sweater. Cam Atkinson, Ryan Ellis, let's go. Hayes yeah. is back. We're good. No way he gets hurt. No way Katoria gets hurt. Claude Giroux in a contract year. He's not going to get traded. There's no possible way this team's going to be bad this year. Drew's already predicted in October the Flyers are going to make the ECF. Bull prediction when he's drunk. And what happens? None of that. Yeah, it's the Price is Right losing sound, and then <laughs> Flyers season imploded. Oh, you're talking about uh, that sound effect that I probably have somewhere on here? Oh, right here. Do, 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 do. Anyway. It's going to be, we're going back to the soundboards to fill content. Speaking of which, um, with the Ryan Ellis, there seems to be a conspiracy theory going on. And I think it's time for us to really break this one wide open. BSB podcast exclusive. Not really. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. Ryan Ellis traded to the Flyers. Did he undertake a physical, or did Chuck Fletcher take him without getting the inspection of the house done, like most of the houses sold in the last two years? Like the housing market in the last three years. And it crashed. And that's it. And now we have Ryan Ellis, never playing ever again. Join us for more on Unsolved Mysteries tonight. What do you guys think? I'm turning the music off. Apparently people think that Ryan Ellis didn't actually undergo a physical and the flyers took a risk on him and didn't want to they just wanted to pay cash for the house and not get the inspection the basement had a bunch of contra- uh, cracks in the subfloor we knew that and then this is going to be the way it ends just well, we knew that there's a 2008 article from the Toronto Sun that says the NHL has no such rule regarding players required to fast, pass a physical exam being traded okay so is it true then is it Chuck Fletcher an idiot for not? I mean, it's it? 14 years. I'm going to assume that the rule hasn't changed because it's better for this conspiracy theory if that's still the case. So yes, <laughs> I believe Chuck Fletcher is just taking back injured players, but there, so he can ruin the franchise even worse than he already has. But some people actually think that, like he actually he did this on purpose, yeah, knowing that Ellis probably wasn't going to play. No, I don't actually believe us. that. I was kidding. He wanted to get rid of Nolan Patrick and Phil Myers, and he took any garbage that came back. Yeah, garbage that him and Provorov had a great preseason together and looked good. Remember Doyle and I, actually about a year ago, this time we went to the Flyers preseason game and they looked good together. Remember? Remember Doyle? Yeah, that was actually fun for the, the small time that it lasted. The preseason game was fun. That was the funnest yeah. game I went to last year was a preseason game. And like the first game of the season. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was a time. That was a time to be alive. And now, here we are. Um. So Ryan Ellis, people were thinking that possibly he, uh, you know, was injured this whole time, even though he had no history of hip injuries. But people were thinking that. I think they're just upset about the team, and I get that because obviously you heard the way I opened the show and the way I've talked the last uh, few weeks about this team, months, almost a year at this point. Man, it's been a rough one, huh? Flyers uh, are the Flyers yeah, are toxic, great. yo. That's what the kids all say. Yo, you toxic. 
They're just, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know where to go from here. So maybe Anisimov makes the roster out of camp because of necessity. Well, I yeah, feel like I mean, he has probably. to at yeah. this point. It's like you have, what, Hayes, Frost, um, maybe Lazinski. Cates, right? One of the Cates, well, I think, is going to. Uh, well, Noah Cates is much better than Jackson Cates, and I think they've both been playing wing for the so most So is part. Scott Lawton going to be your third-line center now? Or is no, he gonna go I back think to Scott Lawton is going to be playing the wing somewhere. Yeah, just put Anisimov down there, let uh, Lechinsky play a fourth-line center. I don't know, man. Yeah. And J- JBR will Not pot in 20 great. goals somewhere just to you know earn his $7 million a year. Yeah, then we can maybe trade him. At the deadline, at the 100%. At deadline for yeah. like a third-round pick. Hey, the apparently fact- JBR was one of the only players who didn't uh, – Barf in camp when Torts skated him for a half hour or so. That's good. Oh, did you guys see the one picture? No. Of the... The training camp comparisons from the two years? Difference? Well, no, there was that, but there was a picture of, like, Tortorella directing, like, practice, and, like, all these guys are, like, doubled over, and then one guy's just laying on his back. <laughs> good. On the ice. Fucking Jamokes. Yeah, he, I mean, Torts was just, like, we're just, they started with just skating until he told them they were done. <laughs> So, I think I saw that uh, in the movie Miracle with Herb Brooks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to say the skate went on for like at least half an hour. It was between like twenty and thirty minutes of just laps. <laughs> oh my god! Who? I wonder what player that is. Somebody said it was like a a camp invitee, like. <laughs> uh Headley. No wait. Uh there. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious. Jeff, did you see this picture? Yeah. That's so good. I didn't see that. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, keeping abreast of camp uh, developments because we are getting the press emails because we are credentialed again. Why? That's right, I do everybody, not know. we are better than you, and you know that. That's why you're listening to they us. They really lowered the bar for the getting credentials, I guess. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can go to a game and sit there in the press box, or just stay at home and not watch it. That, that's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember reading like some of the people tweeting. It was like the first day of camp. It was like, all right, we've been skating for 27 minutes straight now of laps, and then it was just like right after that, there was like. All right, now Torts is directing the players to do end-to-end suicides. <laughs> bra- bra- literally breaking breaking their will. Torts camp, boot camp. Yeah, basically, Torts' motto was like, I'm going to skate the shit out of them in the first couple of camps to see like who's conditioned because like we're not playing this game of like you're going to show up to camp out of shape like Jake Voracek, who gained 10 pounds because all he did all the summer was eat pasta. Or or uh, or or Scott Hartnell used to come into camp a lot uh, out of shape. Usually, that was always the uh, what they used to say. But you know, those were back in the day when we actually believed this team might have a chance to do something. Right now, I mean, are we? We really became the negative podcast. This, oh yeah, we, I have no confidence. Like we we like uh, we really turned uh, into everything we used to hate. How are we going to guess point totals? Because like I don't know how low is appropriate. I, I, I think they might get like eight <laughs> points this year total as a team. Both in the standings and maybe like twenty points total as a team combined. They're going to do what the, the the tank years for the Sixers were like nine seventy two. I mean, they and... they do need to tank though. I do want them to, so it's fine. And maybe this. I mean, if it's going to happen, this is the year you want it to happen in, right? As far as there's how... like three, there's yeah. like three generational talents in the draft this year that are being identified. I mean, we used to we used to crap on Pittsburgh. I mean, I I, I used to crap on Pittsburgh for being so awful for so many years. That's how they got Crosby and Malkin and Latang. And... And Flurry, Flurry and Jordan, Jordan Stahl. Stahl. Yeah, I mean, that's how they did it. I mean, it's it sucks. 
I just don't know if I want to be covering every week on the podcast watching them tank. Because well, I mean, the real problem. I was thought they, they would have been. I thought at least would have made like the Eastern Conference Final or Cup Final by now when we started this podcast. You know, I don't know well, in yeah. August of 2015. It's been seven years, and they're arguably in a worse position when than they were when we started this podcast. They absolutely are. <laughs> Like, at least they had the promise of youth when we started this. And we're like, guys like Sandheim are going to come up and make a big impression. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, now we are we are starting our eighth season, and I've never <laughs> been less interested or enthusiastic about Now this we're team. like, sweet baby Jesus, I hope Anisimov does something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Got broads going, oh, Flyers games are so fun. I'm like, yeah, ask someone else to take it, because uh, I ain't taking it a one. You can go find somewhere else. Why would you want to go to a game right now? To pay for parking? Are you kidding me? To pay for the bridge, to re- pay at yeah. $20 for a beer, whatever beers are, 14 Or, or take it to Patco and risk getting stabbed by a junkie. I mean, why would you want to do all that? Just stay uh, home. Yeah, Patco is kind of terrifying now. I would rather, I'd rather go to a Wings game <laughs> at this point. I mean, it's more... How dogs would it take you to go to a game right now? Do I, I mean ones I had to drink or ones that were bought for me? Both. Can we get like a little like uh, a Both. little charity to raise money? <laughs> get Drew some snake dogs at the game so he supports the team he loves. Um, about a baker's dozen. I don't know. That's a lot of snake dogs, dude. I, yeah, if I drink that many, like Pavsky, they are high in alcohol. Pavsky too, so won't be like... able to drive for two weeks if he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> really got to sneak up on. I, don't, I haven't seen snake dogs in the store in a while. No, I think I've kind of moved on from them. I think, uh, I think I've got, I've got found other beers I like, or just um, I'm a seltzer guy. Or the teas, love the teas. Yeah, but everybody keeps drinking uh, the teas. Yeah, these kids keep drinking them. So I buy a 12-pack, yeah. and I'm drinking them, and I look back in the fridge like two hours later, there's only two left. And I know I didn't drink all that many. There had to be someone that drank them. I haven't had the White Claw Ice Teas stealing my teas. Where the hell are the White Claw Ice Teas? Have they been found? Unsolved mysteries. Bring it back I found them. them. Yeah, I saw you found them. But they were like the refresher ones. I like no, the... I found the real ones, too. You, damn it. Why? Where? <sighs> oh, I had the uh, Bud Light Retro Pack. The other day, the tie dye. Yeah, I have a couple of those left from softball nah, last week. Not terrible. Pretty yeah, they're good. okay. I liked them better last year. I think I'm kind of getting sour. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sour on those. The Bud Light ones just taste a little fake. The regular Bud Light seltzer yeah. is not good. They were good when they first came yeah. out, but I found better. The, like the Bud Light Black Cherry is where it's at. Bud Light Black Cherry. I could drink the Bud the Light one. Black yeah. Cherry seltzers all day. Yeah, but I'm more about the vodka sodas now because they aren't. They don't taste as uh, sweet and they're better for what, you. Like the stateside one or high noons. Oh, statesides are great. High noons are pretty good. Yeah. This is the most excited I've been talking about something on this podcast today. It's alcohol. That just tells you where I'm at <laughs> mentally and where the Flyers are at and <laughs> the trajectory of their season. I wonder how long and how often the mics have been picking up your dog squeaking her toy. If, you know what? That's fine. That's just the Flyers. Oh. That's Flyers gasping yeah. for air. The squeaks. He can't breathe. <laughs> the season's already on hospice. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah so. They did say that they expect... 10 people to be on the roster under the age of 25. Oh, cool. Yeah, so wait, was that that was Chuckles, right? Yeah, so that was fun. Sounds like my dating pool. I don't know. The only thing you can hope for right now is that like somebody just comes out of nowhere and plays well. Or a bus comes out of nowhere and just hits the team. And <laughs> just, just kills them. Sorry. It's a, it was dark. Yeah, it's you know, like the Flyers are like one Carter Hart pulling his groin away from everybody killing Oh, themselves. dude. Oh, we, we haven't mentioned Carter Hart in weeks because we're just trying to hope he just stays like the good boy he is. I just don't want to and deal like, with it. You have Carter Hart. You, you have Carter Hart. You have no – you have a backup goalie, but not really because Tony Troy Grossneck has Tr- played like three NHL games. 
So Carter Hart's going to have to Henrik Lundqvist it and pay like play seventy games this season. He's definitely going to hurt himself because why wouldn't he? Nothing else has worked out for us at all. Oh, we forgot to mention that Patrick Brown also had off season surgery and oh, was who? not ready to go. <laughs> who? <laughs> so that's probably got on waivers last year. Who's that guy? Yeah. One of the five waiver pickups we had. Uh, One of the seventeen bottom six forwards we have. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> You're a bottom six on a good day. Um, <laughs> The Flyers also have a couple games this week. If you care to watch, they're going to be uh, in Buffalo for an exhibition match. And then Wednesday night, they'll be back home to play uh, host the Washington Capitals. That won't be televised. I'm not sure about the Buffalo one. They'll probably be streamed online somewhere. But I imagine they'll be doing some sort of split squad for that. And then they'll be back on October 1st, so next Saturday, for another exhibition in Boston. And a Sunday uh, night game exhibition in Long Island. And then they will have one more game after that, and the season starts. Hmm. Cool. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Sorry, dude. It's the allergies. The allergies? The allergies, I tell you. The allergies. Hey, D, you got this thing called allergies. Um, so, yeah. that's They got the Flyers got exhibition games if you care to watch. Uh, let me know how they are. I think I'll be oh, catching up on my Netflix. They're probably all going to be on some obscure streaming service. No, that's yeah. just the first game. Do you know how miserable I'm going to be? I'm going to be unable to walk for a few days on painkillers, recovering from surgery, and the only option I'll have is watch Flyers, hockey, or any Netflix I want. What do you think I'm going to be watching? Philly you probably just <sighs> You probably just subscribe to Hulu. Yeah, I'll subscribe to Hulu so I can watch the Flyers home opener in my second week of recovery as I coalesce. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Or Amazon Prime and start watching Spooky Season. Dude, I'm definitely doing that. Are you kidding me? I want to get super high on Percocets and just get really fucking watch some scary movies and go insane. That should be fun. That should be good content <laughs> for the podcast. That should be good content for the podcast, right? I mean, if nothing else, people will listen. Just watch Are You Afraid of the Dark again. Dark! And then, <laughs> and then uh, start that podcast. Yeah. I'll start my third podcast. They all fail because I stink. Because <laughs> I'm just an idiot. Oh. This, this one. Uh, this, this one was fun for a while, I'll tell you. Well... I guess everything runs its course after seven years and I, no forward momentum or progress. This has lasted longer than any, all my relationships combined. So I think it's I think it's something to build on. You know, it's, it's something to look back on and reflect and really just understand I mean, that. Uh, hey, it wasn't it wasn't the the years in the life. It was the life in the years. And there's a lot stayed, of life in this podcast. We stayed in this abusive relationship for far too long. Yeah, I mean, Don't really change. They didn't mean it. They really didn't. They're not going to get rid of Claude Giroux for nothing. Blank check my ass. Yeah, I think that's really going to hurt this franchise for a while. What? What, the Claude Giroux walked for Owen Tippett, basically? No, the the blank check. Oh, yeah. Yeah, blank check. This is an aggressive retool. I mean, you saw the pictures of the training camp. There's, like, nobody there. <laughs> yeah, like, why would I want to show up and watch that? Yeah, like, this team has just continually tripped you, over every coffee table in front of them. <laughs> a glass and, one. They didn't see it coming. push the fan base further and further away from the team. Like, if you have kids and want to get a signed puck, sure, bring them there. Because maybe, like, you know, Anissa Ma will have a career year and be the all-star, and you can say, oh, I saw... No, I'm just kidding. Whoever, like, whatever young guy you like. Maybe Owen Tippett will finally blossom. Maybe Artem Anisimov will score a goal and do that AK-47 celebration again. <laughs> and it'll, it'll, make, it'll make Drew really angry. <laughs> that was in the stadium series, right? No, that was Mike it. Rupp saluting after he scored, and when they had Yager. Yeah, but I thought I thought like they were talking about doing the Nisimov like they on the wired up on the bench. I thought they were talking about that. Like I'm gonna do the Nisimov if I score. 
Um, I remember. I thought I remember them talking about that. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't uh. think the blank check comment would have been as bad if it wasn't the offseason where Johnny Gaudreau was like, I would really love to come play for my hometown team. Yeah. I would if love you, to play in Philadelphia. If only there was a way that they could make the money work. Yeah, I like mean, I, if a team had a blank check per se. <laughs> I, I know, I know, it's a different sport, but the Phillies blank check—they went out and spent money last year, and you see how the, the team has changed. Now they're like still fighting for a wild card spot right now. You see, uh, the Sixers went after James Harden, right, to go to go make a trade for that. They were like making the the Eagles went out and actually like added some weapons to the team, and including the trade for AJ Brown. You see how they're doing. I know the Flyers aren't at the level. They've, the, you know, the Eagles had to draft some talent and develop them and have a couple of years where they were like a mediocre team. Yeah, but, but the Flyers, they had a plan. Here's the other thing, though, too. Well, yeah, they definitely don't have a plan. That's what I don't feel like. The Eagles, I felt like, okay, they're trying to build around Jalen Hurts but at keeping least, some of their veterans on defense and keeping their offensive line intact. They've added to their veterans. Even You can at least argue the Phillies weren't good when they signed Bryce Harper, but they signed Bryce Harper. And, then they got, and now they're like... Who won Dude. MVP last year, and they were I able mean, to add more free agents. Yes, hockey has the hard cap, and every other league that you've mentioned. I mean, football is the easiest to kind of remove in high dollars, but the MLB and NBA, you just go over the cap and you pay a luxury tax. Yep. Like, the Lakers would pay the luxury tax, like, every year when they were good. So it's like, I get that there's a hard cap and everything, but, like, the Phillies signed Bryce Harper. They weren't very good, but at least you had Bryce Harper, who was an exciting player. And selling tickets. And- it also encourages other players to come there. Like, yes. What, yeah. What like, who is going like, to come to this fucking shit show? Yeah. The, Flyers, <laughs> the Flyers are a, a horrific mess right now. How are they going to entice any free agents? And then for that matter, like, if I'm Travis Sanheim or Carter Hart, I'm like, this franchise has no uh, track they're following or yeah. any plans. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, there's no direction. That's what I mean. Like, I, I mean, I was willing to sit through the Eagles the last few years. The Phillies the last 10, kind of. Uh, the Phillies, the Phillies meandered for a long time too. They hung on to some veterans too long. Sound familiar? Um, but they were able to eventually figure it out. The Flyers aren't there yet, and like I know, we're comparing different sports. And like Doyle said, this the salary cap's different and everything else. But it's just it's the difference in how I feel as a fan and as someone who loves this team. It just really just it hurts. Yeah, like, like you, I don't, don't want to do it. Like to compare it to the Phillies again, I stopped caring about the Phillies, and then they signed Bryce Harper, and I was like. Okay, I'll start watching them to at least watch him play because he's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same thing. It it's makes like, it more fun, and then, like, eventually you get more fan interest. You get a little more money at the gate. You start attracting interest from other free agents, or as prospects move up, he helps keep the team afloat or interesting. This is how you build. Yeah, I mean, the cap is supposedly supposed to go up exponentially in the next couple of years. Well, with inflation, you have to, right? I mean, shit, look, look at the Dow, am I right? <laughs> This economy. It's my character called Economics Drew. You guys like it? Yeah, Economics Drew stinks. Are you sure? <laughs> I think he's pretty good. But, I mean, other like, people, if Sanheim doesn't resign, if Carter Hart, like, uh, drives up his value and or doesn't resign, like, <laughs> it's going to get so ugly. Will they trade their franchise goalie <laughs> to rebuild? I mean, if it's one of those things where, like, Hart's, like, I'm not signing an extension here no matter what. Like, you haven't done anything. You haven't shown me any sort of plan because you just keep throwing shit at the wall. And maybe that's like, oh, no, because Ryan Ellis got hurt, we had to pivot. No, no, because Sean Couturier got hurt, we had to pivot. But, like, this offseason, they knew Ryan Ellis wasn't going to play, and their answer was spend $5 million on D'Angelo and Ristolainen and then be like, okay, there you go. We're done. Yeah. So uh, the moral of the story is 
Uh, find a different hobby to keep you happy and something that brings you joy this fall and winter. Yeah. And Take up spring. Knitting or crocheting. Or pottery. Pottery is always fun. But you have to imagine that after this year, if I mean, they're already saying, oh, we're going to try to push to sign for Travis Anheim. But you have to imagine that one or both of Konechny and Provorov are both going to be traded. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that we've been waiting for them to do their thing for a long time. I don't know how much longer they stop squeaking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much uh, longer we're going to hang on to those guys. So I think that's I think a definitely Konechny viable option. Before, Doyle. I think Konechny goes before Provorov. I mean, and you have to create. You have to get creative somehow. I mean, you got JVR's money coming off the books, but then. That's probably going to get filled up with whatever you sign Sanheim for. They're going to over if he signs. They're going to overpay yeah. in a Johnny Hockey trade to get him back and right the wrongs. <laughs> <laughs> trade like five first round picks or something ridiculous. Could you imagine? And then you're just hoping the... that the kid you drafted this year can play in the NHL next year because that's what he's already said that he's going to play college for a year and then come out to play uh, mud cutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll keep doing the podcast just for that just, just for the hope of that we're, we're all uh, in for Cutter the old vaudeville team back at it coping with Cutter I don't know yeah it's just not a, it's just not a good outlook for the yeah, Flyers there's right nothing now. to look forward to <laughs> they can't no... draft they can't develop they can't sign free agents their medical staff their medical stinks. staff sucks I think they just replaced their uh, trainers and made Jim McCrossin like as assistant to the general manager or something. Well, they got to get rid of the the doctor that they've had for the last like twenty five years. Yeah, poison and zamboni yeah. drivers. Because uh, he was the talk, doctor for the Eagles. Who the Eagles after like twenty eighteen when they had like a shit ton of injuries, they're like, all right, fuck this guy. We got to get him out of here. Well, yeah. Did you see the camp notices? It was like Joel Farabee back like on the ice skating and like full drills. And they say like he may be ready for the start of the season, but what well, was like four months ago? They were like he's going to be out till November. Yeah, and you're like, what? so is he being rushed back? And the medical staff is saying he's fine when he clearly isn't. Or like, what's going to? Or did they misdiagnose him the first time? Which one is it? Yeah, no, someone messed just... up. Or did he did he take to drink some of Mike's secret stuff at halftime in the locker room with the Space Jam team and just decide to like magically like get fixed? I know that like medicate or med medicate. Fuck, medicine <laughs> isn't an exact. You're med- <laughs> Medicare, Medicine Medicaid, isn't an exact science, but the <laughs> Flyers doctors appear to be super bad at it. Uh, do you have my Medican? Give <laughs> <laughs> <Medicare. laughs> <Even> me peek. <laughs> uh, I think it's a good uh, time. time drunk. As, I think it's a little, good time as any to end this episode on Medican. Yeah. I'm I'm a very, I'm a very good American. <laughs> You're stealing the culture of my Italian ancestors that came over here on a boat. You son of a bitch. Prejudice. Ah, uh, boy. You bastard. And that's directed to anyone. <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, the Flyers. Their team. They're in the NHL. We're a podcast. We cover this team. We're credentialed, and uh, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, credential podcast. Remember that. Yeah. Anything we say is true. And if you don't like it, we you, have you can take it, it and shove it. <laughs> you hit the wrong one. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. Go Phillies. Go Eagles. <laughs> Goodbye.
This has been the Broad Street Bully Podcast with your hosts, Drew Papsky, Jeff, and Doyle. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out broadstreetbully.net for the latest episodes and daily content about the Philadelphia Flyers. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the BSB Podcast. Yeah, that, da, 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 da.